This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming, but New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance, run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Hello, elegant and beautiful listeners. This is your host, Markiplier, one half of the dynamic. Why are you cringing? <laughs> because this voice is making me feel things. What things? Weird what things. things. I don't understand this voice you're you doing. Know, you could uh, talk like this into the microphone all the time. That's how some people in radio do. You're right. I could just talk into the microphone Closer. like this all the time. Closer. I could talk into the microphone like this all the time. Welcome to season two of Go, my favorite sports team. Episode two of season two. Didn't I say that? No, you just said season two. Season two. Episode two. I said a lot of twos. Anyway, you are listening to the most intimate. (laughs) (laughs) This is the most intimate sports podcast. (laughs) This is why uh, Tyler doesn't let me do the intro anymore. Welcome, elegant listeners, to a Go! My favorite sports team. Season 2 is roaring forward, and before we even get started with anything at all, uh, I have to introduce the co-host, the man with the most. What he has the most of, you'll only have to listen to find out, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, Tyler. <clears throat> yeah, that's me. I'm Tyler. If you haven't listened to season one or you don't know me from all of the other episodes that exist, welcome, first of all. And second of all, I have a master's degree in sport administration. I've studied, played, done everything sport you can possibly imagine in the United States and somewhat beyond. And I have not. And that's what this podcast is all about. Bridging those who don't know the world of sports with the people that do know the world of sports. And with season two, we have established a lot of rules about the basics of sports about various things in sporting and the sporting world but now today we are better versed i am more educated i am sexier than <laughs> I was last year i am so much more in tune with my body than i was before anyway i have learned 
because I watched a football game. Oh, you did? Which, I did. Which game? It was the uh, it was Bengals versus the Patriots. Oh, you watched that game? I that watched was an that ugly game. game. That By the a- way, that 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 was the first time in the history of the NFL where uh-huh. a game ended in that score. What? Yeah, that was the first time <laughs> a game ended in that score. The final score was the first what, time in it was history. Like three points, four points apart, was it? Something like I that. I think it was twenty-two to fifteen, if I'm remembering 22 right. Twenty-two to fifteen. No, that doesn't sound right. No, that's not. Twenty-two right. to eighteen. It was. 18, that's better. Yeah, that's better. It was four points apart. That's what I knew is like it was four points apart because I, I it was the game where I'd seen more missed few, uh, extra point attempts mm-hmm. than I've ever seen. And I don't know if that was like high, but it seemed like both teams missed at least yeah, one. It seemed at one end of the end zone because um, that's where the predominant misses occurred because there were also uh, field goals missed on that end. And it that, was cold. Yes. Yeah. Um, that the wind was just doing something weird where it would, you couldn't really see it on the flags. So a lot of the kickers were like, okay, and then it went wide right, and then they'd overcompensate, and then it went left. Weird. They couldn't figure out the wind patterns and what was going on. Well, anyway, so I watched a game, and I think that one game in one year of doing this podcast is a pretty good score. Uh, I think it's a pretty good score. Going from normally watching zero, which is what I was before, I've watched one. So this year in season two, I will watch two games. Oh, the bar set real high, Uh guys. Yeah, two games, but I did it and I enjoyed it. And I could actually understand a lot of what's going on, which like I've seen football before, let's be honest here. But I understand a lot more of what was going on. I understood like the missed extra points stuff. I understood kind of why they were doing the plays that they were doing. It was just interesting to see. Like I I kind of had this like, I, I knew why when they were going out of bounds it's like in the fourth quarter i know it's mm-hmm. different and like stuff like that so it was fun i enjoyed watching that game i was more invested in that one because it was bangled my hometown right. um but you know it was like i i could feel myself being like ooh, maybe maybe i'm feeling a little something maybe i <laughs> maybe i'm liking the sport thing a little bit you know what i mean yeah now that you know it there might be something invested yeah, and for those of you who are paying attention to when these games are, obviously I watched this over winter break. Sue me. I didn't talk about it last <laughs> week. <laughs> look, look. Yeah, in all fairness, this is our first recording in mm. the actual new year. Yes. Uh, the episode that you listened to before this, we recorded before so that we could Christmas take break. the break. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so, so, oh, this is actually the real season two Ooh. opener. Whereas the last one was just a bullshit episode that no, everyone <laughs> should purge from their minds. But this one, very important. Why is it important? Because it's sponsored by us. We have merch. Uh, merch.gm. Do we have merch? We have merch. Okay, merch. You were looking at me like we didn't have merch. I was just like, it's what sto- the hell? It's store.gmfst.com. Store.gmfst.com. That's S-T-O-R-E-G-M-F-S-T. It's, I spell it when I say the URL. <laughs> anyway, uh, handing it over to the actual man who knows what the hell we're doing today, and I will play the stupid listener. Oh, you don't have any jacuzzes today? Do you want jacuzzes? I mean, people it's, have it's been compiling t- them. Have they? Have there to- have been a long list of jacuzzes. I didn't even bother looking because I'm like, okay, it's in between seasons. Is this like a season? There were so many people because during the break, we were posting all of the episodes on YouTube. Oh. So more people got to find out about the podcast and started mm. listening to it. And I just said podcast really weird, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there were a number of jacuzzes that came out. Oh, um, you've got them? Oh, I would love it. I don't jacuzzes have them. Me. I didn't pull them me. up. Jacuse you? Uh, uh, oh, interesting. Here's a jacuse from Waffles 
Cole, I don't think Tyler actually has a master's degree. You know, for all this talk about Tyler has this big sports master's degree and how he's such an expert on knowing sports, but none of us have actually seen the degree. Nobody has heard from it. So why should we believe it actually exists? Come on, Tyler. If your master's degree is so real, then show it to us. If you refuse, it will enforce my point that your degree is fake and the whole show is a lie. Well, my master's degree has my full legal name on it, and I don't want everybody to know my entire full legal that name. Is the weakest, that is the weakest <laughs> argument Listen, I've ever. Tyler. It's in Ohio. Shied. I didn't take a picture of it. I know where it is. Did you just say my middle name? What's wrong with your middle name? I don't want it's people not this to big know it. Shit. What do you mean you don't want people to know it? Why I have it? it hidden so that people can't look up my private information fully all right. and figure out all of the details well, of my life. I don't think that's how names work. <laughs> Just because it's I've not been, like a demon where you have their true name and you get to control their <laughs> destiny. It's like it's just but that's then your they can name. Make the voodoo doll and like control me or whatever. That's it not is. real. Uh, well, I don't. Maybe I don't like messing with things <laughs> that I may or may not believe in or believe even, exist. Is that a thing? Are people like not like if you? Whoa! I don't want you to know my middle name. It's like a, a secret. Yeah, it's a thing. But uh, when it comes to my degree, I have it. I can tell you straight up, I went to Wilmington College and I graduated the semester early. I actually won the department award for a sport admin. Okay. Um, yeah, it was the year after I got my kidney transplant. Mm -hmm. So I only had one semester after my kidney transplant mm -hmm. and I graduated. And then I took a year off and I went to grad school and I was there for two years and I got my master's degree. I almost double mastered. I technically could have done it in one year, but because I was going for a double master's, I was going for exercise physiology. But I can't like just show it to you. I mean, I guess I could, but it's back in Ohio. Tweet it out. I don't have it. I don't have a picture of it. Get your dad to take a picture of it and send yeah, it to you. I, I already had him send me other documents that were needed for Post other things. Post your birth certificate. I won't know until your birth certificate is revealed to the world. I have my birth certificate. <laughs> show the world. Tweet it. Tweet it right now. I'm, no. Tweet your birth certificate. All right, next accuse. I'd accuse Tyler and Mark of being secretly way shorter than they are. All their photos have been photoshopped. Time to get that leg extension surgery, tiny toes, Tyler, because on the 10 quick facts about Tyler Shy, oh God, no. it says that you're around five feet, six inches tall, and that you're married. Wait, it says I'm married? It says you're married, yeah. Who wrote this article? Where did you find these 10 facts? Because they're the, false. The Caleb... Dokken said they just have a screenshot here, so I don't know what the source is, but uh, you're married and you're five foot six. First of all, I've never been married. The longest relationship I've had is one year. You can take that as sad or as triumphant as you want. Hey, most, a lot of people, not most, a lot of people out there have never had a relationship. So, you know, you're That's in the true. category. That's true. No, I just haven't found the right person that front. But also, why does the internet think I'm five six? Ethan is five six. Uh huh. I think the no, internet. He's, he's five. He's five eight. He's five eight. Yeah. Then why? You're literally, I stand next to Ethan and I tower over him and the internet's like, Tyler's 5'6", okay, he's 5'8". Right. Right, right, tower right. over him? Let's not get an ego. Wade towers over him. You are taller than him. No, not Wade doesn't even tower over him. I tower <laughs> over him. <laughs> yes, Mark, this whole time has been six foot eight. You're going to all see. You'll all see I've been walking on my knees. <laughs> <laughs> My whole life, I'm gonna long con. I'm gonna play y'all, but it okay. If we're going by proportion, it has your name right, it has your age right, it has your birthday right. Are you an Aquarius? Yes. American? 
Yes. Is your job YouTube star? No. Okay, so it's got of these, you're not married, you're not a YouTube star, and you're you're not five foot six. It's got five correct things and three incorrect. It's proportionally correct. Therefore, it's all correct. No, that is not all, how the internet that's works. All the that's, internet that's, works. That's just giant lie. Yeah, that's what giant it is. Lie. That's what it is. Also, so. this person, uh, somebody shared this in the wrong part of the Discord server, and I had to shame them. Mm. I had to be like, this doesn't belong here. And then they're like, what? oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why and I'm like, why are you shaming people in the Discord? What are you talking about? <laughs> wait, wait, I missed something. What do you say? They posted it in the distractable. Oh, God. <laughs> Was that worth shaming them? What I didn't you? shame them. I just said, hey, just, this doesn't belong here. <laughs> Is that shaming them? I'm just letting you, them know. You said shame. You're the one. I'm just going by your your words. Maybe I'm trying to say add extra adjectives to make it funnier. All right, fine. Am I laughing? No. <laughs> Wait. All right. Here's a real jacuse. Okay. Sports related, which is very rare. Tyler, I've waited long to send in this jacuse in hopes that you would address your mistake in the baseball primer, but unfortunately, I must bring this to light. Yes. The designated hitter is universal now, and I hate it. And I didn't double check. I knew it was being voted on. I didn't know it passed. I know this jacuse. I know what I said was inaccurate about the National League and American League. I technically corrected it on Twitter. But for the record, there's a universal designated hitter on both leagues now. I screwed up. My I admit that. God. But I also think it's really stupid and wish they would go back. I think the designated hitter being universal is dumb. My God. Well, a jacuse has finally landed, which you all know, though, as that means, he will. Uh, Tyler will now hand his master's degree over to me. It is now mine. Uh, he has been jacuse, and we, as a collective, have defeated him. And uh, I am now in charge of this podcast. This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming. But New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered. Because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance. Run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. You know, all those subscription websites, they just hide those charges from you. They're hidden and repetitive and you forget about them. Oh, I know exactly which websites you're talking about. The ones that you like to go to. You do? I've literally spent so long digging through my finances. Rocket Money can help cancel your subscriptions. You're saying Rocket Money is a personal finance app that helps and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can grow grow your savings? Absolutely, yes. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses? Uh-huh, yeah. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lower bills for me? Up to 20%? Maybe. But for our listeners, definitely yes. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash sportsteam. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash S-P-O-R-T-S-T-E-A-M. That's rocketmoney.com Slash sports team. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
Well, Mark, you watched a football game. I did, yeah. But you didn't watch the game that I thought you had watched. Oh. Did you hear what happened to DeMar Hamlin? Yes, I did. I didn't watch the game, but I did hear about what happened. So for those of you that don't know, the Bengals and Bills played each other the week after they played the Patriots. Mm. And during the game in the first quarter, I think there was like five minutes left, a very freak accident kind of occurred. Mm. And DeMar Hamlin, an athlete for the Buffalo Bills, a rookie, mind you, his heart stopped. And he collapsed on the field. This is the first time in the history of the NFL. They could perform CPR and thanks to an AED, got him taken care of and revived to have a pulse again before heading straight to the hospital to the intensive care unit. Since then, he has recovered at a tremendous rate. He has actually been discharged from the hospital as of like a few days ago since we've been recording this. And he is back in Buffalo recovering. He has made a tremendous recovery. And so huge shout out to all of the medical personnel that attended to him right away, to the trainers and staff, like the people over at uh, University of Cincinnati Hospital, um, which is a major trauma unit in Cincinnati. And Mark went to UC. Their med school is really good. But huge shout out to the players, to everybody who acted in the way that they did, the coaches in stopping the game and being like, yo, this is a big deal. We're worried more about his life than we are this game right now. And so the game ended up being canceled and the immense amount of support that came out during that. But I wanted to talk about this briefly because we're going to talk about injuries and sport. And I wanted to go ahead and talk about this incident in particular because it has such a huge impact on the amount of people that really saw like an outreach about like recovery from injuries because people have broken legs. People have torn ACLs. People have had numerous things happen to them on a football field and the game continues on. Mm -hmm. But this was something different. Yeah. The amount of impact of like players and the shock and the, the fear and everything in that stadium for what just happened was something we had never seen before. Well, it looked like someone just dropped it. Yeah. That's what anyone in the stands would have thought. Like when I was young, I was not at this game, but I used to go to this school that was like a small, tiny, like private school. Did not go there very long. No one think that I went to private school as a kid. I was still very poor as a child. Um, it was a tiny Christian school, mm-hmm. Calvary Christian Academy. That being said, there was like this uh, basketball team, quote unquote, that they had. During the game, one of the coaches had a heart attack and died right there. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was not at that game, but it was just one of those things where it was like, it, that was one of probably my earliest experience with like understanding death because he was he was one of the staff there mm-hmm. and then he was gone. And so all I heard was the story about how he just literally had a heart attack and it's one of those heart attacks where you just, you're gone. There's yeah. no coming back from it. And that can happen. And ever since then, I was like thinking about that all the time. So of course, like most people have this understanding that, yeah, you can just drop dead one day. You don't need to be hit by a bus. You don't need to get shot or stabbed or anything like that. You can just drop dead because your body failed you. And that can be the end of it. So when it comes to a football game where that's what everyone in the stadium is witnessing, it's kind of an equivalent of what I, I tangential. I didn't even see it as a kid and it still affected me incredibly. When, when everyone in the stadium was just looking at this and some, and a player just poof, gone and then an ambulance rolls up. Like that was the craziest thing. Seeing an ambulance yeah. on the field, it was to me like, whoa, it's like the idea of like a cow on a beach. It's like, why is a cow on a beach? It shouldn't be there. That's an AI thing. Right. Um, but it's very weird. Yeah. So the most interesting part about this, if you watch the video of the actual contact, he made the tackle and stood up and then fell backwards and collapsed. Mm -hmm. 
and immediately medical attention was on there, immediately diagnosed that he didn't have a pulse, CPR was done on the field. I have actually seen an ambulance on a football field twice mm-hmm. before this time oh, yeah. for broken legs. Mm. And that happens in football. That happened to Alex Smith. He had a very bad leg break and they came on the field and they took care of him. Mm-hmm. But this was just completely surreal. I mean, complete non-responsive, everything. Mm-hmm. And what really happened or what I believe happened is something that can occur when you take a traumatic hit in a certain window of time when your heart is beating. And it's an insanely unlikely probability because the window of it, according to cardiologists, is about 30 milliseconds. Mm -hmm. And then very few blows would be timed this way. And it has to hit the right spot with enough force and it can just mess with the your normal sinus rhythm of your heart Mm -hmm. and just completely stops it. Which explains because it like still why he was able to make the tackle after the contact get up and then it impacted him is because his sinus rhythm got messed up and then it eventually just stopped the heart. I want to put this in perspective for everyone. Will, please play a sound for 30 milliseconds. That's how long it was. Yeah. What it actually is is commodio cordis is what the actual event and the injury is. It's an extremely rare and dangerous injury to the heart that causes this cardiac arrest. Mm-hmm. Um, and in many cases, more often than not, people die from this. That has happened in youth baseball when a baseball has been hit off an aluminum bat and hit a kid pitcher in the chest. Mm-hmm. Funnily enough, Evan told me about this. Mm-hmm. A kid he went to high school actually died of a cardiac event and is the reason AEDs are so readily available now across the nation. And he was telling me about this because it originated in Connecticut. And so this event took place and that's why ADs were there. And if an AD wasn't there, they might not have been able to revive him. And so it's just a crazy event. And it's one of those very, very extremely unlikely injuries that can occur in any sport that has physical contact. And it's just insane. Yeah. It's kind of just crazy because when your heart stops, it's not just like, Oh, your heart's not beating. That's that's delivering oxygen to every part of your body. And no part of your body needs oxygen more than your brain. Your brain needs it. If your brain doesn't get oxygen for a minute, damage starts to occur. If it gets it for a few minutes, cells die. Like, that's how quick it happens. Yeah, and people change from this. And from what they can tell so far while he was at the hospital is DeMar was fully himself. That's good. That's um, rare. That's good. And... It could very well be possible that he comes back and plays football again, That'd which which would be insane. But mm-hmm. his recovery has been tremendous. The support and outcry from the NFL and fans and everything there has been immense. And mm-hmm. it's been phenomenal what, what has been done. Mm-hmm. You know, when things happen in sports, you recognize when things happen that are bigger than the sport. Mm-hmm. And this was a moment where it was acknowledged and recognized and done properly. Mm-hmm. Of course, the NFL did some things and changed some rules after the fact, but I don't give a crap about that. I'm just glad Demar is. It was a, it was a totally freak accident, though. Like, it, yeah, I don't think a rule change could have stopped that from him. He, no, no, he no. wasn't even tackled. He was the one tackling, right? Correct, correct. Yeah. And it, it it's not a rule change about that. It was a rule change about canceled games. Oh, it's about how it affected the playoff picture, and I don't really care. Okay. And it ended up working out how it did. The unfortunate thing is the Bengals ended up having an injury in the next game, but it doesn't matter. What matters now is Demar is back. He's back in Buffalo. He's recovering. He's looking healthy. Everything is trending upwards and things are moving forward. Mm. But this event is unlikely to happen again in our lifetime. Mm -hmm. But 
injuries do occur in sports. It's a common part of sports. Sure. Mark, you've experienced injuries. I have, and I don't like your accusatory tone. You broke your foot. What? 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 what is this? I knew this was accusatory. What does this have to do with anything? Yes, no. I broke my foot. How much did that affect your life? I wasn't able to walk. How much did it actually impact you on a day-to-day basis? It impacted incredibly because I broke my fifth metatarsal, mm-hmm. which is the pinky mid bone, not the pinky like bone, but the in your palm. If you think of the bone inside your palm, mm-hmm. where your pinky's lined up, that's on the foot. That's what I broke. A tiny, tiny bone. Turns out that bone is real important for walking. Uh, If you don't have that bone or if that bone is compromised and damaged, uh, you can't walk at all on that. You can't even like, oh, I'll put most of my weight on my big toe. No, turns out your entire weight is kind of reliant on that bone. Hence why it broke. But at the same time, it made it so I had to do crutches all the time. Tyler, you wouldn't understand. It was so arduous. I had to do crutches uh, for months. (laughs) Oh, man, maybe two months. Oof, it was so bad. Oh, my God. I uh, haven't been on crutches for over a year of my life in existence. Oh, man. Never. That would that be never just happen. the worst. Good thing I'm the one that's suffering now. Oh, yes. Uh, mm. But no, it was bad, if that's what you're asking. It was real bad. And a big ouch ouchie. Yeah. So does it still bother you? No. Did it heal fully? So it's it all set? Well. Yeah. They, they didn't even need to set it at the place. It was just like, it was a Jones fracture, which I believe is named after an athlete. Probably. That sounds about right. I think so. There's probably a lot of athletes that had the last name Jones. There are a lot of Joneses in the world. Hence the phrase, keeping up with the Joneses. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Just, you take that and go like, I bet there's lots of Joneses in the world. If I had to guess. Hey. I I, I know a TV show that has the word Jones. (laughs) Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Moving forward, there's some really major traumatic injuries that have happened in sports. Kevin Ware. Uh, Why had don't a- you pick fun topics? I did. Why do you pick sometimes? happy topics? Where's the happy sunshine puppy bowl? Wait, Where's this the was puppy bowl? coming out of this has been great. Yeah, but you talked about how sad it was and the solemnness of it. And oh, yes, all of this is. Uh, it was just. Uh, it was all really right, nice. All right, everyone, fine. But where's the I happiness? I won't talk about the worst sports injuries or the fact that a ton of injuries <laughs> occurred oh, during the Washington Stadium in the the same area where there's multiple knee trauma with Roger Staubach and a whole bunch of other stuff. I'll skip forward. What? What? No, go back. Go back. (laughs) Go back. I want to know about all the, I want to know. Yeah. What is the worst traumatic injury that ever occurred? All right. So there's someone get run over by a Zamboni. Has someone been run over by a Zamboni? Oh my God. That has happened. I I don't. 
Turned I, into mincemeat? It's not meat? on my list. Do they get turned into mincemeat? Hold on, let me look it oh, up. Oh, no, don't look at pictures! Don't! You'll get scarred, but then tell me. I'll judge by your reaction. I'll describe his face. He's looking intently. He's staring down at his computers. His, his one eye twitched, like went a little squinty. So it's like his brain is trying to protect him from something. He's looking intensely. He hasn't blinked yet. He sees something. Oh, his brow is furrowed. Brow extra furrowed. He looks very worried, concerned, almost confused, scratching his lip. Yes. So there have been Zamboni accidents. Okay. There's one that killed somebody <gasps> named Eddie LeBach. No. Mincemeat? Wait. To shreds, you say? A Calgary man almost lost his leg after he got trapped in a Zamboni as he was stepping down from the machine. Oh. Hockey player almost gets run over by a Zamboni during oh. an interview. Oh. Wait, why is it showing? Mm? Uh-huh. Oh, it's a joke. It's when the hydraulic fluid was leaking in Pittsburgh and it was bloody underneath the Zamboni. Oh, right. I've seen that picture. Th- there's a lot of nearly got run over, but running over somebody with a Zamboni would actually kill you just because the Zamboni weighs five tons. Yeah, that doesn't seem good. Yeah, I don't know how you would get run over by it, but th- that's a whole Deadpool joke, so. Yeah, I don't know what goes on underneath the Zamboni, what it does to the ice. I don't even know what it's actually doing to the ice. And don't tell me, because save it for when you have to redeem yourself for your for terrible my- so- uh, uh, soccer. Soccer. <laughs> hockey primer. All right, all right. All right, but carry on with uh, the episode you had planned. All right, so the worst sports injuries. But make it fun. Okay, it's fun. You know, <laughs> you jump in the air, your name's Kevin Ware, and you land and your bone just comes out of your leg and it's all sunshine and rainbows. It comes out of your underwear. You know, you got to make it rhyme. Finish no. the rhyme. You're in the air. You're Kevin Hare. This was in 2013 and he just happened to land awkwardly on his leg and it was a compound fracture. That's one of the worst injuries in college basketball. Eee. 1994, Napoleon McCallum complete hyperextended his knee, main, meaning bent the opposite way backwards oh man have you ever seen that weightlifting video don't look this up anyone yes do i not have seen look that this up. i have seen that. don't look it up just don't ever do a leg press ever don't do it everybody don't it's not worth it it's not worth it everybody tyler don't look it up what are you looking up i'm not looking that up i'm looking at the fact that a football player tore an artery great no this is really fun a lot of leg fractures. Um, yeah, you, you a run. Dude, uh, a baseball pitcher fractured his arm mid-pitch. That was a really awful-looking one. I did see that. That was yeah. recent, right? That was in 1999. Never mind. I saw someone who recently did that. Oh, yeah. The sound resonated through the field. Yeah, no. The video was very strange because you heard what sounded like almost a whip crack mm-hmm. or like a gunshot. And I realized, like, oh, that was not a gun. That was his bone breaking. Steve Yeager got a, a piece of a bat impaled in his neck. He's a baseball what? player. But fun, though, right? But Very fun, fun. fun. You know, he got a new, uh, new cool oh, good, accessory. Good, 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 great, good. This is great. Nick Foley had his ear ripped off in wrestling. Jessica Dubé face slashed by blade of skate and well, ice skating. Was, did it cut into the shape of a smile? It was a beautiful smile. Oh, you know, she had the gosh. Joker smile. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I am sad, and I'd like to think people come to this podcast to get glad. Yeah, Clint uh, had his artery ne- severed by, you know, a skate as well oh, in hockey. Good. You know, injuries happen in sports. Yeah. Some of them very bad. Yeah. Mini leg injuries. The, the interesting part is all of the incidents that occurred on Washington Field. I'm not going to talk about them, but you can look them up yourself. Why Washington? Is it cursed? Apparently. There's a belief that it's cursed because there have been Robert Griffin III, Joe Burrow, Joe Theismann, Joe Alex Smith, all have had traumatic knee injuries 
at Washington. Why? Or broken legs. Why? The crazier part is the similarities between Alex Smith and Joe Theismann. The break itself, the location on the field, everything lines up really weirdly. Well, I if mean, you want to look at okay, up. that would make sense because if you needed to put pressure at a specific angle to get that injury, the action leading up to the injury would probably be similar because it would need to put the same forces on it. Correct. But the location on the field? No. The play well, that was called, okay, the it, fact that they played for the exact same team. There might be a thing where psychologically in the space, it might have seemed like a good call to make given the circumstances in, of this field, where you are, what play you would run at that point, because for some reason, psychologically, people see the same problem. They might come up with the same answer. Either way, people believe that Washington is cursed for quarterbacks and injuries. Fair enough. I believe you. All right. Now let's get into the actual meat of the matter. Act one. What? Injuries are a part of the game. Or you have you only have 20 minutes left I, in the episode. We'll get through there. There's a lot that's going to be cut out. We already figured that out. No, there's going to be like two things cut out. You got 30 minutes. All right. Why injuries occur? The amount of physical toll that you put on your body to perform at your highest okay. ability. More often than not, injuries are minor. You get bruises. You get rolled ankles. You get different stuff like that. But there are traumatic injuries that happen, especially when you have physical contact. You're mm -hmm. trying to change direction you're going from high miles per hour to high miles per hour the other direction mm -hmm. you have to absorb that force then re-exert it to force yourself back in the other direction but happily yes i want a yeah. lot of happiness so here all of these performance things this is why injuries are part of sport because you are literally pushing your body to its limits to perform your best sure it's the same reason why injuries occur in car accidents to a degree because the cars are really trying hard. <laughs> no, because you're going at high speeds, uh -huh. and if a collision occurs, you are a fragile jug of water and meat and bone. That's what the human body is. That's not a happy way to describe the human body. Describe it's, it happier. Uh, it's you're a sweet, loving waterbed uh -huh. being bag chair of Ooh. glory and fragility that makes you so delicate and wonderful. Oh, I want to get that tattooed. Write that on my arm. <laughs> so I can always remember that I'm a beanbag waterbed. I'm so according to the CDC, an average of 8.6 million sports and recreation-related injuries occur each year. This means about 34 injuries are reported for every 1,000 individuals participating in sports. Now, keep in mind most of these are very minor, like rolled ankles, stuff like that. Sprains, those things exist. Injuries are more common in males in that 61.3% of all injuries occur in males versus females at 38.7%. And injuries in the 5 to 24-year-old age group accounted for more than half of all episodes and 64.9% of injuries being between the ages of 5 and 24. And general exercise is the most common activity associated with injury. So just general fitness. I mean, there. I mean, so equipment every, can cause you injuries. The stuff like lesson that. learned is: don't bother trying to go outside. Don't tr bother trying to get in shape. It'll only cause problems no. and injuries. It doesn't outweigh the benefits. It's all bad. The other thing on here is the majority of injuries occur because of overexertion. Mm -hmm. Therefore, people that haven't exercised and then need to say a bear's chasing you, have to run. That's when you're going to get hurt. If you are not in shape, if you are not working on your flexibility, if you're not working on muscle balance, the majority of injuries occur because of those things. Lack of flexibility, lack of muscle balance, 
So like if your quad is a lot stronger than your hamstring, that's why people pull their hamstrings. People's backs hurt often because their core is weaker than their back muscles because they aren't doing the normal things that we as humans were designed to do because we have developed technology to compensate for things so that we are more efficient. We often forget that our bodies and our muscles are needed to exercise in order to be healthy. Mm. And generally injuries occur when you are more so when you are not healthy. Mm. That makes perfect sense. But I'm not happy about it. So you got to make me happy about it. There are ways to prevent it. Oh, well, then why are they getting injured in the first place? Why haven't they told these people? Well, they have many times. So the okay. easiest way to prevent sport injuries uh -huh. is you warm up thoroughly. Okay, sure. So you're not going in and trying to immediately squat 400 plus pounds you warm up to that. Are people doing that? Yes, there are people that go in cold and try and do that stuff, and that's how they get hurt. Is But, okay, I'm not even an athlete, and I know that you warm up first, period. There is no other way. Some people, egos are a problem. They think they can outdo other people without warming up. There's a lot of things that factor in. You know, this is kind of crazy because Alex was telling me this morning, like, Alex has been, like, doing this crazy diet, doing, like, you know, Alex, like, always working out all the time. Alex is my personal trainer for everyone who doesn't know. And he was telling me he went to a public gym for the first time, and he lifted, like, some really impressive weight. I think he said he did a shoulder press with 105 dumbbells in each hand, mm. which... I could that's a lot. That. That's yeah. a lot. And so people were coming up to him. They were all like, what are you doing? What are you eating? What's your diet? What's your regimen? We go, well, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. And it's like instantly. So what I gather from that is where everyone says you go to the gym and no one's looking at you. Everyone's looking at you. That's what I got from that <laughs> is that no matter what you're doing, if you're in the gym, when everyone's saying like, no, no one's paying attention, you do your own thing. Everyone is judging you. And I take that to heart. And that means I'm never going to a public gym oh ever again. God. Am All I wrong? Right. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Oh, I don't know. But they, they, they looked at him do 105. Well, I guess yeah, maybe the difference being he goes, picks up a 105. Have you yeah. seen TikToks of people like, like, hey, can I work in? And someone's like benching two plates and they're like, Argh! and they're like, hey, can I work in? He's like, yeah, you need a spot. Like, no, I got it. And then the joke is obviously he does a skull crusher with like two plates. Oh, yeah. Like that. And like, you know, well, that was no one will know what song I was doing. Will, please make that to the actual song. If you don't know what the song is, just replace it with something on the xylophone. I don't know. Make me look good. <laughs> Make me look cool. So some injuries occur because you're not wearing appropriate footwear. You're not wearing proper attire, like taping and strapping vulnerable joints, using safety equipment. Oh, my God. Like mouth guards, helmets, pads. <laughs> I know. How many times on this very podcast have we said at length, where are your safety equipment? Yes. You know what's cool? My helmet. My helmet is cool. Yes. I have a full face helmet. Yes, I'm riding a bike, but it's an electric bike of which goes 30 miles an hour. But even if I wasn't riding an electric bike, I would still wear a full face helmet because your chin is not armored. Yep. And 42% of all bike injuries happen to your chin, your chitty chin chin. Do you want to get jaw surgery? I don't think so. Wear a goddamn full face helmet and you'll save yourself all that trouble of having your mouth wired shut. Yep. Anyway, what's up? And then also the main thing that actually causes injuries is form and technique. Making sure you're lifting properly and doing things in the proper motion so that you don't exert yourself in an improper angle or the wrong way and end up hurting yourself. Oh, I mean, that's all and then sense. the main reason people get injured, they don't drink enough water. Mm. Cramps, 
pulled muscles, a lot of that comes down to improper hydration. Okay, so that's a big debate like that a lot of people have. I, I still don't know the right answer to this point in life. Everyone's like, drink more water, drink less water, don't drink, you don't need to drink too much water. Your body will tell you when you have enough water. When is enough water? I, I just want to know, tell me when, when, how much water do I need? And and that's it. Uh, I mean, it varies. We're going to answer, no, we're going to answer this right now because everyone says it varies. We're going to answer this right now on this podcast. He has a master's degree, therefore he has the authority to say exactly how much water that you need to drink in your daily life and that's going to be the end of it we're going to just going to take that as biblical truth and that's it so for men 15.5 cups for women 11.5 cups of water 15.5 cups yes what's that in america 3.7 liters what's that in american uh is that a gallon uh, i think it's about a gallon it's a gallon right it's about a gallon it's a little less than a gallon so we need about a gallon a day yes okay how much salt you asked me about water. No, no, no. About it's salt. a very, very, it, it, those two systems are intrinsically linked. Those two systems are intrinsically linked because the only way that your body tells you that you're thirsty is by detecting Less your salt Less than 2,300 milligrams per day. Well, that ain't happening. <laughs> Not in America. Nope. But injuries are a part of sport because of exertion. There are ways to prevent them. Yada, yada. There you go. That's uh, the episode. Is that happy enough for you? Yeah. Do you want me to talk about Playing through injuries or no? Yeah, go for it. I've, but I feel sad. I want my happiness up. All right. Why athletes play through injuries? For money, for their career, to not be fall behind, to feel like they have to keep up with the rest. If they take a break to relax, the other people are going to pass them because they're macho, because they can't let their ego down. Their ego gets in the way of their safety. Uh, one is the warrior mentality. <sighs> I am an athlete. I can do anything. I feel invulnerable. I need to be there for my team. I cannot let them down. I am going to push through and be strong for my team. Mm -hmm. I am a macho man. I'm a warrior. Yes. So first of all, that's painted in the media. That's painted by coaches. That's painted by teammates. You play through injuries because you want to be there for your team. There is a certain level of societal pressure. Mm. There is also pressure upon yourself. Like when you're injured and you, you, you feel like you can shake it off, you do. And you can play through it because you also might think that you're better than the person that would replace you even when you're injured. Mm. Sometimes you are forced to. This is a bad mm. one. Sometimes coaches will diminish your injury and be like, oh, you can play through that rolled ankle. Oh, Rub you can do that. Rub some dirt in it. Rub some dirt in. Walk it off. Well, who who first said that? Who came up with the idea of rub some dirt in it? That is unequivocally the most horrible advice you can do for a wound. And yet everyone pretty much knows about that phrase. Apparently, okay. the expression comes from old school puppy training. People used to believe, and some still do, that when training a new puppy not to pee or poo in the house, you should rub their noses and pee or poo to make them stop this behavior. How does that, I don't know. Rub, that's why it said, that what does rub some dirt in it mean? And that's what it's listed. <laughs> that's not right. There's no dirt involved. There's no dirt involved at all. Oh, okay. So it actually originates. They used to use clay to cover the skin to create something of a bandage. No, 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 period, no. There's there's fungal spores that have not sprouted in soil. There's bacteria in soil. There's so many things in soil that you don't want inside of your body. Your body has created this really lovely uh, sack called your skin to not get those things in your body. It's a sealed system. Don't rub dirt in it. There is some credence to licking your wounds. There is something to that. 
But dirt in it is not good no matter who he is. Researchers at Arizona State University's Uh-oh. Biodesign oh, Institute no. have been experimenting with different clays. Oh, boy. And it appears in some research that some clays have the ability to kill pathogens ranging from E. coli to methicillin, otherwise known as MRSA. That's clay. You can ask me that the normal layperson knows the difference between dirt and clay. No, no. Rub some red earth clay in that. No, you don't want that. That's diatomous earth. You don't want that. Anyway, is it diatomaceous earth? What I don't even know what it is. Based on a quick search, I cannot find the origin of it. I will get back to you as best I can. Okay, don't rub dirt in it, but maybe rub clay. So saith we. Yes. And then also coaches and parents will talk about how important the game is, like it's life or death. Mm. And so, you know, they convince people to continue playing. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also the fear of looking weak. If you are injured and you choose not to play and some people look at you and they're like, oh, you can walk. Oh, you can do this. They judge you for it. There were numerous times in high school where and this is why I stopped playing football in high school, where people did not believe I was injured. Really? In high school? Yes. That's because you, you were a big fat faker. You're no. faking it. No. You were faking it. No. I knew it. Everyone knew it. No. Every, everyone knew. Yes. I wanted to be on crutches all the time. Everyone knew. You thought you could get away with it. We <laughs> we look so sad, everyone. He looks so sad. I didn't I, I didn't. I didn't know. I was not part of that. And we talked about the last one threat of losing their job. <laughs> It is their livelihood, after all, as a professional so athlete. Sad. See, this episode is so sad. You made it that way. <laughs> God, my ears. <laughs> I didn't make it sad. You did. But the fame and glory, that's uh, what athletes play through the Fame injury. and glory, yes, of course. Fame and glory, definitely all things that are worth it. But... The reason you shouldn't play through major injuries and injuries in general without them getting looked at by a trainer is because it can make the injury become more severe. Your muscles will overcompensate for whatever is injured and long-term effects and some things can become life-threatening. Well, that sounds bad. So listen to your body. But here's the bright side. The bright side is sports are fun. They're meant to be enjoyed by everybody and sometimes injuries occur. Injuries occur in life every day. Injuries happen. Damar Hamlin was a insane event that occurred that's highly unlikely, but things can happen no matter what you're doing. You were walking Chica when you broke your foot. Mm-hmm. I rolled over on my couch and tore my knee again. There are things that can happen in life where it just happens. By being athletic and by working on it and being an athlete or doing physical exercise, yeah, you might hurt yourself a little bit, but you are actually preventing health issues and injuries in the future, especially if you're doing things properly. So sports make physical exercise fun. Therefore, it's a great way for you to do things. Injury risk is going to happen no matter what walk of life you're in. There's a higher percentage from playing sports, but that's because you're exerting your body. And so know the risk when you sign up for stuff. Pay attention to it, train yourself, and don't overexert when you don't need to. All very wise words from a very wise man. Anyway, that's your episode on injuries in sport. I thought that was very comprehensive. I don't have joy in my soul, but at least I have the wisdom to avoid it because some lessons are taught with blood. Well, here's the thing. You Mm -hmm. can't have joy without knowing the negative. So get as many negatives as possible and then you will have the highest joys. Because if you look at the injuries that could happen, you understand how being healthy and not having pain and not going through that is to be enjoyed. Okay. 
So if I'm getting what you're saying, I'm going to break both of my no, legs, no. every bone in my body, and then I'm going to take two syringes of pure heroin and one of something else, and I'm going to stab them into my eyes. I'm going to experience the lowest lows and the highest of highs. No! <laughs> no, that is not what I'm saying. I'm saying injuries are a part of sport. Uh -huh. Sports are fun. I'd say injuries are a part of life, and there, sports are a part of life, as we have discovered. There you go. You said it better than I could. I was Thank stressed you. about time because you put it on me. You did great on time. Damn it! What, <laughs> I have you, five more minutes. What you? What you have more to say? Nah, it's good. It's good. No, you it's did good. great. You did great, everybody. And now everyone can go on with their day worrying how how the world is gonna be collapsing around them to injure them. I broke my foot walking, Chica. I stepped off a curb, and my fifth metatarsal snapped like a chicken bone. I could hear it. Eat right, exercise, and be healthy, and you could, too and can you prevent- still can be injured. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be like Smokey the Bear. You, too, can prevent injuries. Sometimes. Mm. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> well, anyway, thank you for that informational information. I do feel pretty- uh, I feel- I don't feel any sadder than when I walked in this door, so I'll, I'll leave with that. Thank you, everybody listening at home. You can uh, follow this podcast wherever you are and go check out the YouTube channel while you still can. Yeah. <laughs> if you put like a timer on it, people like get a sense of urgency. But anyway, go check it out while you still can. And you can check out Tyler's stuff, uh, Apocalypto underscore 12. You can have my stuff, Markiplier. And then you can check out more of this stuff if you are just joining us for the first time today. We have more great episodes. Go to the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash gmfst, or the Discord that we have. It's a combo distractible go Discord. And find us in the favorites channel. And you can uh, get recommendations for further episodes that you can watch. Some of the best ones, I'm sure someone will toss out some good ones for you to listen to. Or just browse and peruse at your leisure. Yeah, and feel free to uh, use the Reddit to recommend topics that we possibly haven't covered and the discord there's lots of options and i do pay attention to it so i do take your thoughts into account all right sounds good well go enjoy some sports and stay healthy out there mm -hmm. bye